Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. It's good to see everyone here this morning. Um, Tyler, I want to thank you and your production team uh, for putting this together on very, very short notice. Uh, It is uh, a great start, and uh, we're just grateful uh, for your work and the effort of of the team. Yeah, there's been uh, lots of people who have chipped in, so it's been good. Lots. Well, could you give us a little kind of flavor for where we're headed this morning? Yeah. So... um, we're gonna, we are going to have a devotional, a little bit Todd has for us, and we're going to talk about the implications of that devotional for where we're at right now today. And uh, we also have um, some liturgical prayer that we want to engage in together, and we're going to invite you guys at home to participate in that with us. And then um, um, there are, on our website right now, there's a place for you to submit a prayer request if you'd like, and we're going to be going over those a little bit later. But also... Uh, for the days ahead, but we may have an opportunity to address a couple of them today. But there's a place to submit uh, uh, questions people might have about how we're doing ministry and operations in the weeks ahead. We'll have some of those answers, uh, or at least a guess on some of those answers now. But this is a rapidly changing situation, and we're just uh, trying to get, use godly wisdom and discern it as we go. But you can submit those questions. We may have an opportunity to get to a couple of those. And also, there's a, on the website in particular, there's a third question just to give us some feedback for what was meaningful for this morning. Good. So that's all coming up. Good. And uh, Tyler, as you said, things are changing quickly. And uh, those of you that saw our video and our original posting on, on Friday uh, at noontime, uh, we expected that we were going to have service here. Uh, and yet, uh, in a few hours that followed, uh, we determined with the leadership team it was best that uh, we do it this way. And so, uh, but we know this, uh, as quickly as things change, that uh, our God is unchangeable. And he is the certain thing in all of this. And so we have the opportunity today to go uh, to him in prayer and in his word and just receive strength from him uh, for whatever we're facing. Uh, as I was thinking about this morning, Tyler, I don't know if you remember an experiment in the desert of Arizona in a place called Oracle, Arizona. You ever heard of that? Uh, No, Todd. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know how many of our listeners or viewers have heard of Oracle, Arizona. Maybe the stock houses. Hey, Stephanie and Bruce, I know you're in Arizona and watching this right now. Maybe you know where Oracle is. Uh, But Oracle is a place out in the desert, and uh, it's where the biosphere experiment took place and you oh, might remember I have that. Heard of that yes yeah, it was uh, yeah. eight people living self-contained in this huge biosphere enclosure uh, and the idea was to prepare an experiment for space colonization and so they were totally self-contained the temperature water uh they perfect had environment perfect environment what could go wrong right <laughs> uh man in control Uh, And they had uh, planted gardens and they had trees. But one of the things they noticed in the experiment was that the trees started to die. 
and they couldn't figure out what was going on. And and uh, the more they thought about it, they, they just they were perplexed. They were given them the right nutrients, the right amount of sunlight, water, everything, but the trees were dying. And then they figured out it was that there was an absence of wind, that the trees actually require wind to bend with the wind in order for the roots to go deep, where they could get the water sources. That's going to be hard for trees on Mars then. It is going to be very hard. But they'll figure it out by then, okay. I think. Yeah. Right. But as I was thinking about that, I think it's the same way with us um, as Christ followers. It's the winds uh, that happen in life. It's the mm-hmm. things that force us to bend and, and flex that cause us to go to the Lord. And, and it's there that we deepen our roots. And uh, the deeper our roots are, the healthier we become. And so something that's uncomfortable, something that, that really causes us to want to change, to have to change when we don't want to, to adjust, uh, in the end, it can be the very thing that draws us near to God, that causes us to go deeper in our faith, uh, to become strong in Him. It and, seems like there's a breeze outside today, Todd. That's uh, just what I, think I noticed. A, I heard my wind chimes first thing this yeah, morning. When there I got there is a wind blowing across <laughs> yeah, the world right yeah. now. And, and, uh, but when I think about that, there's a passage that came to mind. And it's in the book of James, uh, James chapter 1, uh, beginning in verse 2. And, and James is writing uh, to people that have been dispersed throughout the region, uh, people who have experienced trial and persecution. Uh, and he's sending this letter to them in the midst of the winds of change that they're experiencing And beginning in verse 2, this is what he says. If you're at home, you can read and follow along. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials uh, of many kinds. And that that word consider uh, means, you know, to count, to evaluate, um, to to really take stock of. Uh, And the word trial is very interesting. Um, a trial is anything that disrupts peace, uh, things that disturb our joy, our comfort, our happiness, that, that, that make us uncomfortable. And so here James is writing and says, you know, take count of these things that, that potentially disturb us, that disrupt us, our peace, our joy, our comfort, uh, our sense of well-being. Uh, he says, whenever you face trials of many kinds, and that word trial uh, literally uh, leads us to this whole idea of testing and testing to prove something, uh, to discover a person's nature, uh, the quality or the substance of something. And so uh, what James is beginning by saying is, hey, listen, uh, when things come into your life that disrupt your peace, your well-being, um, the status quo, uh, you know what? Consider it joy uh, because... Uh, in that trial, there's a test, and that test is really going to reveal the quality, the character, and the nature of something. And then he goes on to identify what that is. He says, um, because you know that the testing uh, of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, and, and lacking in nothing. And that, 
that whole concept of the trial producing perseverance, that word perseverance means endurance. Uh, it means uh, a tenacity, and in this context, that leads us to hold on to our faith. And, and so when the winds come, when the trials come, when the disruption comes, to use those as an opportunity uh, to endure, to let your faith be tenacious, uh, to be deeply rooted in the things of Christ, and, and to hold on in a, in a stronger, uh, in a closer way to God. Uh, and then he goes on and he says, let it finish its perfect work so that we might be mature. That's talking about spiritual maturity. Uh, that's a completeness. That's a, a wholeness that comes when through life circumstances we go deeper with the Lord. Uh, and it's that whole concept of the winds that disrupt our lives really um, can be something that deepens our joy because it deepens our walk and our faith with God. I, I've used the example before and I brought it this morning. Uh, I have a tea bag here. It's one of my favorite teas. It's uh, uh, Bigelow green tea. And uh, when Lori asked me what I like, I say, I like the Bigelow green tea. Uh, and uh, the reality is I have a tea bag and, and ostensibly there's tea inside. But I really don't know what's in this bag until the, the hot water's poured over it. And uh, of course, when the hot water's poured over the tea bag, the tea uh, goes into the water and into the cup and I can taste it and I can say, wow, this is the authentic thing this is the real thing. And, and I think the same is true in our faith. It's when we experience the trials, uh, the hot water in life, the things that threaten to disrupt our peace, our comfort, our sense of happiness, that really we see what's inside. And as I think about this in the context of what's going on now, uh, I think that we have an opportunity to really see how we are growing and deepening in the Lord. We have an opportunity um, to use the very thing that could threaten us and our peace and our joy. God can take that and he can use it to deepen our peace and our joy. And, and that's what James is saying here. Any thoughts as you think about that in our context today, Tyler? Well, one of the things that, I, this is for me personally, yeah. you know, when this first started to hit, you, you're you thinking about, because I just actually, before a lot of this started to happen, I just got done talking to my financial advisor, advising my my little measly amount of money I have there. But at any rate, uh, as we get into it, you realize that's all fine and well, but I have other things that I care a whole lot more about, and I think that that does it. It has a way of bringing out what we value, you know. And the other thing that strikes me about James, because James is a very practically oriented person, and I know I experienced this to some degree, and I'm still experiencing it, and other people do too, but in, when it talks about spiritual maturity, that initially, I think if I just think rightly about things yeah. and have the right behavior that somehow that matters, and... James has a way of laying it on the line. So the end of this passage is where he talks about, look, religion that's good is when you look out for the most vulnerable. That's the kind that God's looking for. Right. And so it's, it's maturity that gets expressed in how we do life and ministry together. 
Yeah, as we think about that and we think about how this presents that opportunity um, to really have community with Christ in the center and to do things in some different ways uh, moving forward, do you have some thoughts on what that might look like here at Community Yeah, Covenant? so, Todd, I don't know if you know this, but we actually have a mission statement here. We do? Yeah. Can it's, you, can yeah, you it's to bring is? Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. And I'm obviously a tongue-in-cheek, but when I introduce that a lot of times, when I'm inviting new people in, I'm very uh, intentional about inviting them into community, which I, I see as the, the fellowship of what God is doing here collectively, and into mission, which is what God is doing through us, right? And uh, what's interesting about this whole thing is weeks ago now, we've been starting to talk about we need to uh, embrace some new technology, and we were sure. starting down that road. Now, we had a little bit of work to do to get a live stream going today. Yeah. But as we start talking about technology that we can use, because we've already had some of those conversations, we've already been brainstorming about ways that we can continue to do community and mission together, even if we can't meet as a large group. So this is, a, this is a start for that. But we talked about now that we have live streaming capabilities, we could, we could do like a, a, a weekly prayer meeting that people could, could be a part of. Um, another resource that we've talked about using is Zoom, where Zoom is where everybody can uh, video in and participate live that way. Um, we've talked about organizing, you know, as, as we have people in our community who can't go out and about because of their vulnerability to um, the virus or because they're, they're ill or something like that, that we could organize care teams. And that's something that we can do online. So we have a lot of the infrastructure in place. We're adding more infrastructure this week. We're beefing up our um, app on our website to be able to help uh, you know, mission and community happen, even if we can't meet together in a large group. Yeah, and it's very important as we move forward, uh, not only this week, but in the weeks ahead, uh, that we take advantage of the website and of the app, uh, the regular updates that will be there. Uh, and I think it's really important that we pray that John make it back from vacation yeah, to help John, us with that. John is on a cruise John, right now. where are you? Where are you, John? We need you. That's right. All come, right. Come anyway. on back. <laughs> uh, but uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but we take advantage of this and that also... Um, I think it's ironic as we were preparing for this. I'm in a small group and uh, it meets at uh, Ted and Denise Smith's home. And uh, for this last quarter, we've been studying a book by Dr. David Jeremiah called Count It All Joy. And I think that's really what drove me to to James today because the Lord has even been preparing me uh, for the opportunity to take something like what's happening and rather than to approach it, kind of lament it, but to say, okay, Lord, what opportunity do you have here to deepen my joy as I cling and draw closer to you? But as I was thinking about how that small group has affected my life, if you're in a small group, uh, I would encourage you during this time uh, to continue to meet, to check in on one another, to pray for one another. Uh, and if you're not in a small group, Pastor Tyler... You want I'd to help, help people connect. I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So contact me. And if, if you're interested in hosting a group, and I'm not just talking about live, right? There's, there's lots of ways to host a group. And um, what's great, for example, if we are able to get some of this technology, you can host a group. So, for example, um, it, maybe you want to host a group with young families, but 
always the babysitter thing and the food and all that, you know, is a pain. Put the kids to bed. Eight o'clock, you log in. You can see people face to face, you know, and you can comment about what kind of decor they have on the wall in their home. I'm just joking about that part. (laughs) But but, um, recognize that we have this technology and to begin to make use of it. Yeah, you don't even have to comb your hair and brush your teeth to do that. Do Although they might appreciate that. Yeah, they might. The, the, they, the, the brief they, teeth brushing, they won't care. <laughs> no, but, yeah. They might do that. You know, as I'm thinking about our church, I'm thinking about the adjustments that we're making. Uh, I know that this really impacts uh, our, our, our children. And uh, we really want to come alongside of our families and, and our children. And we want to support them in various ways, even though... Uh, we may be doing it differently, and, and I think this is a good time to, to hear from uh, Dana Chadwick. You know, and we got her here because of technology. We have a virtual uh, a hologram. Virtual Dana. There around. she is. <laughs> virtual hologram. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. I am thrilled to be with you this morning. Um, hi, kids out there. You know that I wanted to to do the wave. I know you're at home and I'm wondering what you had for breakfast. I hope it was something good. Hey, listen, um, so what we're going to do, I was thinking, what is the difference about doing a wave at home? Well, one of the upsides is we can do crazy waves. So we're going to do regular wave. And in my mind, I can see you out there and I can see where you usually sit in your sweet waves and the double waves. You know, I love the double waves. So everybody out there, oh, and kids at heart, Kids at heart, I gotta see those waves. Oh, let's Give, wave, let's wave. Hey, yep. hey, 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 all right. Give me a big wave. Oh, I see. I can see. <laughs> there they are. Yeah, you know, our I production seen, team. I anyway. haven't seen that many waves since I was at an Alabama football game with Sonny Chambers. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Yeah. There you go. We That's love it. the waves. Yeah. And now, now, kids, as a special bonus. You get to do a crazy wave, all right? And we don't usually get to do the jumping up and down blah, 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 crazy wave. So give me your best crazy wave now. Blah, 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 blah. You know what we got to do is have parents film it and send it to us. <laughs> well, yeah, they can send yeah. it back to film us. Film their crazy waves and send crazy it to waves. us. Crazy waves. Maybe we can show a few of those at the beginning of our next uh, live live stream next week. Like oh, that. I love it. I yeah. love it. Hey, kids, I'm so glad you're joining us this morning. Jesus loves you. I'm glad you're at home, but we are here, and I want you to know, parents, that we are working with our curriculum, the Gospel Project, who uh, Lifeway puts that out, on getting some videos and some links for the stories we were going to do anyway, activity sheets, resources that you can have at home. So this week, I'm going to be working on that um, and just keeping you connected with what's going on around here and providing resources for you. I will be in this week, so um, if I can help you with anything, give me a call. And um, kids, have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us, and um, I'll see you around. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks. That's a very you're very realistic. In your I, am virtual. I? Oh. Yeah. You know, I I think that there's a children's show like uh, Miss Dana's Neighborhood, oh. just waiting to happen. Just waiting. You to know, happen. I'm tempted. <laughs> you know, I am. All right. <laughs> All right Dana, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, you know, and Tyler, it is amazing how we can conduct uh, worship, uh, children ministry, small groups, um, Sunday morning services uh, via, what, technology. Yeah. Uh, whether it be on our app or on our website. Uh, and, and I know I've had some questions uh, about, well, how are people going to continue to give financially through the church? Uh, not only to the church, but we anticipate that uh, if this continues, there are going to be folks in our church, 
families and people who are going to be impacted significantly uh, financially. So that's a part of the ministry of the church, and we want to make sure that, that we're keeping the church operations going, but also that we're able to provide and assist those in our congregation, in our community, uh, that might have real financial needs as a result uh, of what's happening now. So could you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I don't know. Have I ever talked about the app, Todd? Uh, you I once have. or twice, haven't you? I have. But that's okay because even though I've talked about it several times, I still find people that say, well, have you checked out the app? And they say, oh, I, I haven't downloaded the app yet. But I do want you to know that that's available. And if you're, if you're live streaming right now, then you're plugged into our website or our app, one or the other, and you can give on either one of those. If you've never done that before and it's important to you to do regular giving, now would be a good time to sign up for that. So there's two things I want to communicate about it. One is, is that the app, when you give online, it collects as little information as possible. So it doesn't information mine on your address and all that kind of stuff. But we, it does track your giving so that you can do tax, uh, tax deductions on your tax forms at the end of the year. So it's going to request an, uh, an email and it's going to request perhaps a phone number because the other thing that it does do is a verification check to make sure that okay. you, you're qualified to do that. It can, you can set up to the app too ways to give uh, electronically from your bank as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit more of an uh, involved process, but it guides you through that process. So that's something you can do. And Todd, something you and I talked about too is just recognizing that there's a lot of people who are a little bit concerned about what's going to happen with their job. And we understand that. Right. I think my encouragement would be to, to give something that reflects a faith in God and a faith that God is working in the midst of that. And we as a church want to be involved. Sure, if do. you guys are having, uh, you know, come on really hard times, it's that. let people know so that we can help each other out. So that's going to be an important part of that going forward. Yeah, I think it will. And uh, for those who just want to send something through the mail. Uh, it our, still works. It still works. Uh, and uh, Sherry and the staff will be here during the week, so we'll be taking mail as well. And if you have questions at any time, uh, feel free to call the church. Uh, there will be information on our apps, our app and on the website, but uh, feel free to call the church, and uh, we can answer those questions uh, in, in real time. Uh, one of the things, Tyler, that uh, for me that helps ground me is uh, prayer. And as we were thinking about counting it all joy and the difficulties or the things that disrupt our life that cause us, uh, actually can cause us a deeper joy because they drive us on our knees to the Lord. And, and prayer is an important aspect of that. God's word uh, is an important aspect of that. And, and so now we want to go to a time of prayer. And I just want to read a passage from Philippians chapter 4. In fact, uh, David Ham and I were talking about this this morning uh, before we went uh, live. Uh, you're familiar with it, and I know many of our listeners are too. It's Philippians chapter 4, uh, beginning in verse 6. And this is what it says. Let me read it to you. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation... Uh, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ 
Jesus. And I, I think that's interesting that as we go to the Lord, uh, and as we come and as we intercede on behalf of one another, on behalf of our, our world, um, that something begins to happen. Uh, and, and that peace that surpasses all understanding guards uh, our hearts. It's like a cloak, uh, protection over our hearts, and, and then guards our minds and, and keeps our, our hearts and our minds fixed on the one who is greater than whatever it is we're praying about. And uh, what a great reminder uh, that that peace uh, is available. Uh, that peace is available now. Uh, that peace will be available when we go off the air. The peace will be available tomorrow in the days and weeks and the months to come. Uh, but it really is that the trial that, that draws us near to the Lord in prayer. And prayer is powerful. You know, just ask Pastor Heather. Yeah. Uh, she'll say, uh, uh, she'll have a, a thing or two to say about that. Yeah. But I thought, with that in mind, let's, let's go to prayer. Now, here's going to be the format. Uh, right now, I'm going to begin, uh, and uh, I'll start with one or two sentence prayers, and there'll be a, a time of just silence so that you can pray along with us at home. And then I'll say, Lord, hear our prayer. Uh, and then I'll go to another prayer. There'll be a time of silence. And then, Pastor Tyler, uh, I know you have your computer here on your Yeah, lap. I have uh, some, some prayer requests that I've selected that we can pray out loud over as well that people have submitted okay. online. So, so let's, let's do that. Let's uh, bow our heads now and, and let's, let's go to prayer. Uh, Father, our desire is not to be anxious about anything, and in particular, uh, this coronavirus and the situation that we find ourselves in. But Lord, in accordance to your word with prayer and petition with thanksgiving, uh, this morning we present our request to you. And Father, we do that fully anticipating that uh, your peace, will, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds through the love and the fellowship we have with our Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, this morning, Father, we want to begin uh, by praying for our world, praying for the nations of our world, and for everyone in every country, in every city, in every place uh, that is being affected uh, by this coronavirus. Uh, Father, especially those who are um, infected, who are sick, Lord, we ask uh, for your healing. And Lord, we ask for you to stop the spread, the transmission of this virus. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we also lift up governing authorities. That's in accordance to your word. You encourage us to pray for those who you have been placed uh, in positions of authority, uh, positions of government. Uh, Lord, not only for our own nation, uh, but for the world, uh, for the leaders of the world, Lord. We pray for your wisdom, uh, for your guidance. Uh, we pray for insight, uh, Lord, into this virus. God, we ask that you would touch and give supernatural ability uh, to medical personnel, to research scientists who are, are really contemplating ways to most effectively uh, mitigate uh, the spread of this virus and bring healing, uh, Lord, 
uh, through your hand to those who are, are impacted. Father, we pray for our own nation. Father, we pray for our president, uh, for Congress. Lord, we pray for leaders of our states. We pray for uh, Governor Dunleavy. And Lord, we pray for all those who are around him, uh, those who are counseling him. We pray, Father, for the people from the CDC, but those here uh, who work in the area of health in Alaska. Uh, Lord, for our assembly, uh, for uh, Mayor Berkowitz, and for those advising him. Uh, Father, we ask that you would give them wisdom. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we also ask that you um, would cause your church um, to rise up uh, to this occasion, uh, that we at Community Covenant, along with all of the churches in uh, our community, our state, uh, Lord, our country and around the world, um, would bring in a tangible way uh, the presence of your kingdom to bear on the events that are happening today uh, and in the days ahead. Uh, Father, may we bring Christ hope in his healing, in his wholeness, um, wherever it is needed, Lord, uh, to touch and transform hearts and lives. Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we pray for those who may be anxious and fearful, uh, perhaps worried about uh, income, uh, worried about health, uh, very real issues, Lord. Uh, we pray especially uh, for the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit in their hearts and lives uh, to bring them that peace that surpasses all understanding. That all of us, wherever we are, Lord, would have a sense of your, uh, your presence uh, and the power of your presence. Uh, Lord, we, we ask these things uh, that you would give us um, the peace um, and the sense of well-being that, that only you can bring. Uh, that you would speak to our hearts as Jesus did to the wind and the waves on the Sea of Galilee. And that we would be calm uh, even in the eye of the storm. Lord, hear our prayer. And Pastor Tyler, for specifically the prayers now that you're receiving uh, uh, online, if you'd lead us. Sure. So this prayer request is from Jane, and it's a request prayers for all those suffering from addiction and or disease, that they would know God's never-ending and selfless love. Yeah. Never give up. Let's pray for that. Lord, we do uh, pray for those who are suffering and who um, struggle with addiction that um, during this time that they would discover more of what it means to accept your grace. Yes, Lord. I invite you to continue to pray. Lord, hear our prayer. 
Another prayer request I have is, um, uh, this is from Stephanie, who is uh, chairs our leadership team. Oh, okay. And she says, we are praying for, all, uh, for you all and planning to fly home tonight from Arizona. So let's pray for the stockhouses as they pray, fly home, excuse me, from Arizona. Yeah. Father, thank you for the stockhouses, their commitment to this church and what they do to serve us. And we do ask for traveling safeties. Mm. Lord, hear our prayer. Yes. I have a prayer request from Mitzi. Um, who is down in Palm Desert. And praying for unity as our community faces this challenge. Yeah, right. And that we're able to return home to Alaska later this week. So um, let's, let's pray for them. Father, thank you for um, the Barkers, Mitzi and Randy. And uh, pray for Randy's dad, who's 90, 90 years old. And uh, that you give him, keep him safe. Um, as we know, older folks uh, statistically are more vulnerable. But uh, thank you for uh, Mitzi and Randy, and we pray for their safe travels back to Alaska as well. Lord, hear our prayer. We've got time for one more here. And this is from Madeline. Hmm. Um, and I'm as I'm looking at this, I think this reflects perhaps a, a, a lot of people uh, right now. It says, I would like to lift up my grandparents and the other elders of our church that God would surround them with extra special protection. I pray that God would provide uh, for each of them mm. and let it be possible for them to stay home and be safe. So let's pray for that. Father, we do. We lift up the vulnerable in our community, um, our loved ones, um, grandparents, uncles and aunts, and parents, and um, uh, people we know, perhaps in our neighborhood, in our community that we work with, who fit that category of those who could be vulnerable. Give them wisdom. Lord, we do pray for your gracious protection for our community, that we would uh, be neighborly to one another, that we would care for one another, that we would protect one another. And, uh, Lord, that we would... Uh, we would have um, that community spared, mm. we pray in Jesus' name. Mm. Continue to pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And Lord, I, I just lift up real quick the finances of our church as we talked about it earlier, and not just our church, but people in our, in our church family and in our community who are concerned, business owners, Lord. Uh, people who perhaps were close to retirement and they're seeing their uh, retirement accounts go down and all those things. Lord, help us to turn our eyes on you to remember you're the one who is our stronghold. You're the one that we can have confidence in. Your word reminds us that um, you're the God who can supply our every need, that you lavishly provide for us through Jesus Christ. Mm. So, Lord, may we hold that uh, close, near and dear to our hearts and uh, help us um, to have the finances we need to do the things that we need to cover the critical costs for us as a church, 
for us as a uh, faith community, but also for our community. And may, uh, Lord, people see uh, not just people hoarding, but may they see people giving yes. and looking out for one another. And may we, as a faith body, as a faith community, show Christ's uh, hope, healing, and wholeness mm. through how we respond to others and to one another. That's our prayer. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, Pastor Tyler, as we uh, now prepare for our closing worship song. Yes. Um, just a couple of things I want to I want to encourage um, our congregation again um, to stay in touch with one another. Now is an opportunity to to pick up the phone and call um, to make yourself available to maybe to run errands or uh, to help those who are at risk or uh, who are having to practice social distancing by staying at home. Uh, so let's look out for one another. Also, again, I know we've said it before. If we could. Uh, just continue to, uh, just daily, if you will, please check uh, the church app. Uh, look at the website for updates. Uh, we'll be sending also emails uh, to you. That is an important thing. And would ask especially if uh, we would continue in prayer uh, for all of the things that we've mentioned and probably for things that we'll uh, be needing to pray for uh, in the days ahead. Uh, and then ultimately, uh, as Pastor Tyler has reminded us this morning, um, that we would see this like we've seen so many things that have happened in the last several years here in our church. Uh, for example, like the earthquake. It really shook us up, but it really propelled us deeper into mission. And uh, let's uh, ask the Lord uh, for this situation uh, to help us really grow uh, as a community and with Christ in the center, bring his hope, his healing, and his wholeness uh, to our neighborhoods, to our community, to our state, uh, to our nation, uh, and to our world. And uh, as we now move into the closing song, I'm going to close uh, this morning uh, with a benediction. And just saying, with the peace of God that transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through the love and fellowship that we have with our Lord Jesus Christ. And remember this. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And as much as you know your labor in Christ Jesus is not in vain. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Lord bless you. Now let's close out our service and let's sing together.